Oh, I, guys, I have to tell you the best. I have to tell you the best story. Okay. I was. Uh, I <clears throat> we had some friends over for a birthday party, and one of them was a young man named Kier, who I oh, believe. Oh yes. I believe. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. I was. I believe is. Uh, how old is Kier? Eleven or twelve. Eleven or twelve. I would yeah. Say. And he said, um, "I w- I had my Steam Deck out, and I was playing. Um, well, I was playing Pentiment at the time." And I was at a at a party. (laughs) I mean, it was sort of like I was kind of hiding from people. If that Uh, makes sense. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Kier rolls in and he's like, "Are you playing a Switch?" And I said, "No, it's actually um, uh, a Steam Deck." And I was kind of said it like I kind of felt like, "What do you think, kid? Latest technology? You know, it's pretty pretty cool." And he stops for a second. He says, "Imagine that a grown man playing something called a Steam Deck caught you slipping." (laughs) What? <laughs> he was necking you? And then he walks away, and as he's walking away, he says, Buy a Switch! <laughs> what? <laughs> he has three Switches! I have three, and in my moment, I felt bad about my incredible handheld <laughs> gaming computer, and I was like, I should get a Switch. Like, I have three. <laughs> he <laughs> just lit you up. Me. At least you weren't playing a video game that is, I'm pretty sure, toxic to children. Like, poisonous to, if children touch it, they will get very, very sick and yeah. ill from it. Yeah, uh, just because it's about an Italian or, or, or medieval. Uh, it could be from Flanders. You don't plumber. Know. Could be he from. Could Flanders. be a plumber. Know. Yeah, he could be. Uh, he could be from anyway. I'd like to be from anywhere else because that kid really burnt me in the ground, man. It hurt. <laughs> Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. I said I I was gonna leave room for Charlie to. It feels like she. Should well, I would just introduce her as a guest. I mean, never, normally yeah. what we would do yeah. is we'd inter- inter- introduce. She's not a guest. She's family. Okay. She's fan. I'm Griffin. I'm Uncle Griffin. <laughs> and you don't know anything about this week. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant, and I know a video game for this week. My name is Ross Frostick, and I'm the best game of the week. Welcome to the Besties, where we talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive entertainment. These things have come a very long way since Pac-Man, and uh, this is a video game club to celebrate that achievement. And just by listening, my friend, you are now a member. Every week we look at a new uh, release, and we we are back with a big new Pokemon, Pokemon Scarlet and... Violet, um, Chris Plant. What are the what? These are great. What are what are these all about? They're back, baby. I know you thought you got a new Pokemon game at the beginning of this year, but this is the real new Pokemon game. You got three starters. You pick one. You go on an adventure. You collect badges. You say bye to mom. We're doing it again. We're doing it again, and we're gonna do it right after the break. We'll talk to our special guests, and I'll explain why I'm basically the smartest man alive right after this. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions 
monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. So here's the deal. I'm a good sport. I download the game, pay my sixty dollars to Nintendo NOA. They yeah. get my sixty and I Your start, gamer tax. Yeah, they get my gamer tax. And I start it up and I I mean, this is nothing about my Pokemon at all. This is completely about my relationship to Pokemon. But I started it up and I play for two minutes. And then I said out loud to no one, I can't. And then I shut it off. What was I to do? Luckily, I had a brilliant idea. I have an eight-year-old who is uh, has not experienced Pokemon before, but I would say is part of the the demographic for these games as, as a, a, a youngster and somebody who enjoys fun. Uh, and so I, well, I mean, there's no easy way to say it. I paid her $20 to play <laughs> All right. this, this Pokemon game and then talk to you guys about it so I would not have to spend time with it again I'm not saying anything negative about Pokemon I just can't you kind of are by yeah. sort that's of that's not true you also unwittingly created the world's youngest game journalist do you uh, do you realize what you've done also <laughs> your you? rates are terrible yeah, yeah. I'm not you're gonna get it's just to play Pokemon um, uh, this is Charlie McElroy Charlie say hello hi hi Charlie hi so, Charlie, Charlie hello. You've, you've never played a Pokemon game before I feel like a personal, like I, that's a personal failing of 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 my own. Bad for not exposing I you to that. I don't think I have, other than Scarlet. Okay. Wow, no Pokemon Go, N- mm-hmm. nothing. No, no Pokemon Stay. I mean, you have to ima- you have to understand the the kids don't have their own money. So what you're <laughs> presupposing is a world where Sydney is buying Pokemon games because that is the only other possibility. Yeah, sure, understood. That's that's fair. And but now. At least one of them has their own money. That's true. Sure. Yeah, has twenty dollars. She's a third of a way to buying Violet. Charlie, real quick, just so people know your deal. What is like your game? What gaming wise? What are you? What do you enjoy? What do you like? Like to spend your time playing? So people know your perspective entering into this. I really like games the where you could like interact with stuff, do stuff. I don't know. You like Kirby? Yeah. Put Kirby like mm. Great. You like to do she likes to do a lot of like the iPhone where you like do creative stuff like Toka Toka the yeah. Toka series. The to- yes. the Tokas. Oh. oh yeah, the Toka. We're big Toka fans. Toka. Toka. Yeah, um, but yeah, this is her friend. She's oh Roblox is the other one. And Roblox. Right. Yes. Yeah. A ton of Roblox. But that's every game. Roblox. And that's Roblox every game. There's no point game. in having these other games because we've got right. Roblox, which is every right. game. Yes. But but Charlie, you did have familiarity with the franchise. Like you knew who Pikachu was. Yeah, yeah. I know who some of the Pokemon is. By the way, favorite Pokemon, Jigglypuff. Oh sure. Oh Great wow, yes. yeah, sure. 
Mm. Good yeah, at singing. Yeah, we love Jigglypuff around these parts. What's, so what, uh, what did you think about this game? Was it fun? It was so much fun. I loved it so much. Why? I'm sorry. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do it different. What did you What did you enjoy about it, Charlie? Why Why did you What kept you coming back? Some of my favorite things about it were that that you can name them things. You can name them things. Oh my yes. gosh! Yeah. All right, what's okay? So what? You and Henry will have a lot to talk about in this regard because naming Pokemon is Henry's yes. true calling on this earth. Uh, what 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 do you think about whenever you choose a name for a Pokemon? Every time I choose a name for a Pokemon, I think about either the funniest thing I can yeah. think of, good, the cutest thing I can think of, yeah. or just something that would go along with whatever Pokemon this is. Yeah, oh, do you good. pick like the genre? Do you look at like, oh, it's a fire type, so you want something fire related for the nickname, or you just go YOLO, whatever you want? What are some names of some of your Pokemon? My first one ever that I ever got was a grass type named Lovey. Mm. Lovey is a good name for that. My newest one is named Turtley for some weird <laughs> reason. Hey, give me other names. I know you've got lots um, of give me other names. I did one, two, three, Stinky. Yeah. And four, right. five, That's six, That's actually my password smelly. for my email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you did one, two, three, Stinky and four, five, six, Smelly. Okay. Yeah. I did... Charlie Jr. <laughs> Good. Classic. <laughs> Good. Classic. I did. I I couldn't think of a name for one, so I just typed in IDK. Yeah. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. We what, all run dry sometimes. What, uh, help me understand, guys. What is, um like, if you're hanging your hat on, like, new features in this, yeah. this is something Charlie won't yeah. have a reference point for. What What is, like, the new, the new stuff? So, so the big difference with this one um, is... Traditionally, hold on. I want to imagine you explain this to your grandpa. Okay, go ahead. Okay, the big difference with this one traditionally, Pokemon games are very directed and linear, where you'll have to like follow this very set, narrow path of where you go. And in this one, you have a lot more freedom of where you go, like you can run around the fields and grass and stuff like that. You could you could ride Pokemon in past games too. Oh uh, yeah, I guess these these including the very no first idea. one. Yeah, that's a good. Listen, what about Arceus? Arceus, that was like an open world. Thing so too, yeah, right? that came out earlier this year and was kind of the same thing where you could kind of go to wherever you want and do Just, whatever you want. Uh, and this game, I think, builds well, builds on and subtracts from that in a lot so, of different complicated <laughs> ways. But I, uh, so it came out earlier this year, and it's kind of the same thing. But well, I'm the bad guy. Is that is that where we're at right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, how how far have you have you gotten? Have you gotten any of those big gym badges? No, no, not yet. It's hard. What do you work? You're you're very thorough. Charlie will go around and get. All of them. All of them. What are, what are you doing in the story right now? Just to give them a frame of reference. Right now, I last time I last time I played, I was just really catching Pokemon. Yeah, and I mean, for sure, bud. Time before last, I did something really not smart. I spent almost all my money on just creating a new outfit. Oh, that's <laughs> that's uh, that's the only thing to spend money on. Yeah. Anybody who says differently hasn't yeah. played Pokemon before. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Henry is uh, similarly 
just head over heels with yeah. this game. Yes. He is he is having himself a great time. He is actually we are playing Violet together, and I was playing Scarlet on my own because I didn't want to trample uh, all over his incredible team, which includes uh, uh, members like Whooper Pooper and uh, Peanut. And he did, he didn't nickname Lechonk because that's he think is it's the funniest good. just the funniest word that exists in the world is Lechonk. He'll just sometimes <laughs> just shout apropos of nothing while eating dinner like Lechonk. <laughs> now, Charlie, I have a que- I had a question for you. Okay. Do you think this is a pretty game? First. Like graphically, do you think like the graphics are good? Yeah. Graphics are good. It's a it's a really nice looking game. Yeah. All right. Now this is somebody who spends most of their time playing Ukrainian nail art simulators. So <laughs> I don't know. Now, now I was on. She was on uh, El Chapo's puppet maker yesterday, and I had to say, "Honey, no." <laughs> every, it says on the screen every every pop of the puppet sends three cents to El Chapo to fund his organization. That's wild. You okay. just have wild. Cho- Tra- Charlie routinely yeah. tries to sign up for nine ninety nine a week subscriptions to to uh, uh, nail art simulators. Okay. <laughs> now I, I I mention it because and and Charlie, I know you haven't played any other Pokemon games, and that's totally fine. Actually, not even better in this situation. But I've played a lot of Nintendo Switch games, and I feel like there are a lot of games like Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, Honey, Zelda I'm Breath sorry, of the Uncle Wild Russ says Mario like that every time. There's yeah, something we can that. do. We've tried. Yeah. Just ignore it and move on. Zelda Breath of the Wild, um, a number of other games that seem to look and run a lot better than this Pokemon game. Mm. Did you notice? I don't know frame pacing issues. <laughs> <laughs> Did it seem uh, when you compare it to like Kirby, which I think has a lot oh yeah, of that's good. Screen, good comparison. Really good. Yeah. How uh, do you think the? Did you like, even notice any difference? Yeah, there is can... one difference I noticed. It is, it is very hard to climb up things. It, it in is Pokemon. Very hard. That's yes. a good point. Things in Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Char- Charlie, before you go, because we do have to give um, uh, Uncle Griffin time to just, I mean, go <laughs> off, do his thing, and do his do his entire thing. I I have a Pokemon that I haven't named yet. And I w- I, I'm kind of torn between two names, and I was hoping that you could tell me which one you prefer. Okay. Uh, the the first one. Well, you is... gotta tell you gotta tell her what Pokemon is it. Oh, it it's a gas mud type. Okay. Okay. Gas. Um, well, it's mud? gas, what but it you, looks like mud. What are you saying? Um, the, Neither the of name. Those are the types. first name is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you are you are you ready, Charlie? Mind. Okay. The first one is Captain Extra Long Fart. <laughs> In it's not twelve letters. In and then the second one is oopsie diarrhea. <laughs> you feel which, good about that, Chris? You feel good? Which which one do you think I should go with? I like both. Oh, thank you. I would choose the second one. Yeah, oopsie, oopsie diarrhea. diarrhea. That that jumps out yeah. at me as well. Yes. Uh, all right. So last my my last question for you because I do think that this is. 
I mean, a, a, a question that people, you know, a lot of people are in the situation, right? The new Pokemon's mm-hmm. out. It's been, I mean, weeks and weeks since the last one. And they are thinking, <laughs> is this time finally get my kid into it? Charlie, what did you ask me right before we started recording? Can I asked him if I could keep playing it after. Wow. Oh. Yeah, so that's a good sign. To that me. is a good sign. I, I wait, wait, like... wait, 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 wait. Did you ask, can I keep playing it after and you pay me another twenty dollars mm. <laughs> that's important <laughs> no but i should no that's good 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 yeah. it's you, a good you place play it to for end. free <laughs> all right so, well charlie thank you so much I thank you charlie you. thank you charlie you can go eat your donuts now yay goodbye everyone goodbye goodbye charlie yeah, gas take your water mud type they are oh going to daughter. run you out of town on a <laughs> rail, Chris Plant. Gas mud type. So you what? Okay, guys, I'm sensing some some hesitance. What what is the what is the 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 negatives about this one? I maybe I'm misreading, but well, I want Griffin to go first because I think he's the uh, certainly the most experienced Pokemon the pre- and the preeminent Pokemon yes. scholar on this on this on this. On this Jump in there, Griffin. Um, it's. I'm glad Charlie came on here because I have had a really unique experience playing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet in that I have been playing Violet with Henry, who is like, he had his first dentist appointment, which, yeah, sorry, we're late to the game on that one. <laughs> uh, but when he was there, he was like telling the like hygienist like yeah i got this dragon motorcycle named uh miraidon it's uh <laughs> it's pretty cool like he's like so stoked about it and we've played pokemon games before and and he is like he's bonkers about it it's it's, it's I, I think it's right up there with curvy with him um and it's really nice to see the game through a child's eyes because uh it's it's so frustrating for me uh, playing playing this game solo, and I've played a lot. I'm maybe like a little over halfway through the three main tracks in the game. Yeah. Uh, unlike past games, like you have the gym badge challenge, where you have to go do the eight gyms, get the badges, beat the elite four, etc. And then there's two other paths they call them. Uh, one of which you're hunting down these Titan Pokemon, which are just big Pokemon with some extra health. Uh, and then there's uh, you're taking down the Team Rocket equivalent in in this game. Those are the two other paths. And I'm a little bit more than halfway done with all of those. And there's a lot that is very charming about this game. There's a lot that uh, sort of core mechanical stuff is actually really cool about this game. One big mechanic that they've added, which is sort of the mandatory, obligatory, like um, uh, extra spice on top of the usual, like beat the fire type with the water type, etc., uh, is called terastalizing, which is a <laughs> primo name, uh, which basically makes it so that once in the middle of battle, you can swap a Pokemon's type to some secret type that they may have that your opponent might not be expecting. Uh, this is the Gigantamax, the Mega Evolution, the you know whatever sort of uh, additional battle mechanic, and I think it's brilliant. I think it's great when you throw down you know some some fire type and they put down a water type, and then you terastalize yours, and up oh, just got you. It's an electric type, and you you know you you shock them, you twist them, uh, like that's great. All that stuff is 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 really cool. Just running around the open world catching Pokemon is is fantastic. I, I think like. The biggest thing to talk about, and it is the thing that people have been talking about, and I imagine we're about to spend a lot of time talking about it, is it runs and performs like absolute dog shit. Mm -hmm. And I am not 
the type of person who really cares a whole lot about um, performance. Like the the obviously like I prefer a nice smooth sixty frames, uh, but I I doesn't bother me so much when a game runs at thirty. When a game drops below a certain frame rate threshold, that it like actively feels quite bad, yeah, and slow all the time. Uh, it is a death knell, especially for a game like Pokemon that you are that is frankly pretty repetitive and you are doing the same things over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to have like a consistent like uh latent slowdown behind all of that makes it a makes it a nigh on unbearable sort of uh experience the Um, my it's weird because a part of me was like well maybe they were designing it for the new switch hardware that ended up getting delayed for whatever reason and on the new switch hardware could have run a lot better maybe it doesn't it's, really it, but it's not it's it's it, there are uh, an infinite array of like breakdowns of yeah. this game's technical failings well and i was gonna not, say like it, it also is, looks like dog shit so like you can't yeah, justify the textures being like n64 level textures it's it's not that like the hardware is not beefy enough it's it's shit like the you know um like loading priority of things is like so suboptimal uh, that like it, it doesn't have it is it is not well it is not well or at all optimized yeah uh, and and it 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 is like Game Freak has been making games Game Freak has been making this game for twenty six fucking years now like sure. it's it's it is but wild not to but me. not like they've only really made one other open world game ever that's and i fair. and i think that's the problem is their engine cannot handle the game that they are throwing at it yeah and i, I it, this game has sort of a uh, multiplayer that is uh simultaneous in this open world you can get people that just like you know they can pop into your open world and uh roll the dice maybe crash your your switch <laughs> uh maybe blue screen your switch maybe uh it, that it, and it seems like a lot of work went into like sort of making this open world that multiple players can inhabit at the same time uh which is not which is a i think a poor focus because it it just makes the rest of the game feel kind of empty and 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 sluggish it's it feels like they have like there are not many people who played this game who or not many people who worked on this game who have played other open world games that have come out in the last like decade uh and and Mm. and this is already like a genre that i am not wild about like i feel like for an open world game to really hook me it needs to have something that is new or clever uh and to their credit there is some like streamlining that has happened like you can fly to any pokemon center you've been to before like right from the jump right from the start of the game uh, so, so backtracking isn't like a, a huge concern, but like, aside from the three tracks that I laid out, there's not much else to do in the game. And the cities that you come across are pretty lifeless. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it I hate, uh, I, I'm usually not one to kind of guess what was happening behind the scenes or like tell developers, well, here's how you should have done it. But I don't see how anybody plays this game in good faith and comes away with any conclusion other than like this shit was not ready for prime time. 
Like it was not this this game needed more time in the oven. Uh, from a technical standpoint, from a design standpoint, uh, it 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 and again, like God, I'm so sick of saying this about Pokemon games of just like, oh, the promise is there. This is a good rough draft for, <laughs> but like, you've been making it for 26 years. Like, it's not you're you're so far out of rough draft forgiveness territory. Yeah, uh, and it, and and realistically, like from a like a game structure standpoint, even though it does play with it, it still like feels like 80% of what red and blue was 25 years ago. More or less. Yeah. That, that hasn't changed. And uh, there's uh, one of the biggest frustrating things for me. And one of the things that tarnishes that, uh, you know, playing with Henry experience is that there is no um, scaling at all for any of the Pokemon, any of the gyms, any of these Titans, any of the, uh, the operation team starfall things like there's no level scaling. Right. So, You'll be running around the open world, maybe heading to a gym like, oh, I got I started with the fire type starter. So maybe I should head to the grass gym next. On the way, I run into a Titan Pokemon. I'm like, oh, I'll just knock that out. And I go in and it fucking sweeps my party because it is 10 levels higher. Yeah. Than the and rest you just of my have Pokemon. no idea. And there's no way it. to know. There's no way to know yeah. that ahead of time. There is some uh, like gating in the form of your uh, you have a riding Pokemon, either Co-Ride-On, I think, if you're playing Scarlet or Mirai-On. If you're playing on Violet, and as you do those tight, this is a pro tip from me to you. Uh, as you do those Titan Pokemon challenges, it unlocks more sort of traversal powers for for your your riding Pokemon, like dashing or swimming or etc. Um, and there are certain areas that are like much much harder to get to if you don't have those certain power ups, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of gates off some of the like more bodacious wild Pokemon areas and gym challenges and etc. But it's not like foolproof, and so yeah. more than more than once playing with Henry or playing by myself, I will just come across a challenge that will destroy me because I'm not ready. And when you're playing with a, a kid, uh. It's that they they have no patience for that shit, and that is like it kind of spoils the, the what is delightful about playing the game with with a, a younger person. So uh, I actually heard that it's a hundred person team primarily at Pokemon Company making. No, it'll this? be Game Freak. The, game Freak. I'm sorry, Game Freak. Yeah. Like a support, which is for this level Shockingly for this scale low. of a game, pretty small for especially if they split. They're t- uh, I, I have not yeah. looked into this. If they split their team to work on this and Arceus in the same in the same year, yeah, uh, I'm sure they shared some of the technology. Uh, had both- to, yeah, because there's there's some things that feel. I mean, running around the open world, dropping your Pokemon out of a ball and making it go and like destroy a field of Magnemites. Uh, you can you can automate Pokemon battles now. Yeah. Uh, you get like a fraction of the experience, but it's still much much faster to level up all of your your Pokemon. Uh, if you just like you know you you wander into a field filled with grass types and you drop your your fire type Pokemon and just make them obliterate all of them and level up your whole team a whole bunch without having to do a single trainer battle. All trainer battles in this game are optional. That's great. I fucking love that. That's good because those aren't very fun when you have to do a million of them in a row. Um. But like I don't know, man. Every every great idea, every step forward this game makes, it, it has a similar step backward, and all of that takes place on top of a foundation that is so shoddily crafted uh, that it is it's it makes it a kind of a hard hard game to love. Um, so I guess here's the question: we 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 think about Charlie's reaction to it, which obviously she loved it, and and that's great. I guess 
you know, the reason obviously she loved it is she hasn't played 30 of them. She doesn't know the history. She doesn't really know open world games primarily. She doesn't have a lot of frame of reference of like what it could be. Where She also doesn't like pizza. So like, let's not go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting to me that like, you know, I mean, this is more of a, a an art thing, which is to say like your taste and what, you know, whether you have quote, good taste or bad taste is determined by what you've seen in the past and, what and you whether you know possible. what the media I, I, yeah. is capable of. I, I think it's the what you think is possible and where you would hope this goes. Like I look just, I mean, fresh for us at, you know, Vox, the people at Polygon, I think in general, the reaction is similar to Griffin, maybe not as negative, but kind of frustrated by the game. But people who don't work at Polygon but are at Vox love this game. Mm-hmm. It is almost yeah. universally beloved by people who are like outside of our space who only play, you know, two or three games a year. But again, which is great for them. But I think because they only play a few games a year, they're not thinking about, hey, well, I'm playing all this other stuff that is making all of these steps forward. Right. Why can I not expect the same from it, arguably the biggest video game, game franchise, franchise ever. ever? It's it's insane that this Charlie Brown with the football shit is still so... It, it, it is the law yeah. of the land for Pokemon games because it, it's it's every game. It's all of them. I mean, Pokemon I'll Sword say, and Shield. Says, I, had, I adored I Pokemon Sword and Shield. I played the fuck out of that game. I collected them all. And it was still not, like, it still had some pretty major shortcomings and some pretty obvious, like, ways that it could have been something really, really special. Same for Arceus earlier this year, although Arceus was so weird that I was willing to, like... I like that game a lot, yeah. Cut it, cut it a little bit more slack. But this is just, like... Well, I, 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 this ain't it, and I don't know. Uh, it seems pretty obvious that this that this ain't it. If you have played a lot of these games before, or I have to imagine have made these games before. So I uh, guess the question is, when would the chickens ever come to roost if they can continue to make games that are like really not it, but they I mean, continue to sell it, very take well? A, take a fucking year off. Like that's it, right? They're just people. As long as they are selling well, I don't know that they That's the have problem, to change right? anything. But it, it, the opportunity, I genuinely believe, is there for something that could be really huge and really special and a like new high watermark for the franchise because I don't think they've had that. I, th- I think that'll be Arceus too. Well, I was going to say Pokemon so Legends it, too. But if Ar- I think what's holding it back is the engine. If Arceus two or whatever it is, Pokemon Legends two was made within the, let's say, the Breath of the Wild engine, which is capable of, like, an open-world, beautiful environment. Yeah. Like, I think that puts it on another level. I don't think this engine is capable of doing anything remotely close to that. Yeah, I I don't know if it's the engine, but also, like, the art design and the type of world you're building, right? Like, the idea is to have this being a lived-in world, and that's, like, the Breath of the Wild engine is not going to help you there either. What do you mean? It looks... Breath of the Wild looks lived in. It looks dead in <laughs> well sure, uh, i disagree with that i could point uh, you to a dozen open world games that run on switch fine like Z- xenoblade chronicles 3 i played for not very long this year because it didn't hook me but like i was w- like blown away by how good that right. game looked but it also well looks it like ass like i, I mean I, I i agree with all these but like I, I think this is we're getting into like a hardware issue here xenoblade chronicles 3 is not a beautiful looking game Beyond its art direction, like I think, compared to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, it is a masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> but like compared to how that game runs and looks, I think it is. Well, uh, sure, it runs. Uh, it runs very it, well. It, it legit, like no joke. I remember when I got an N sixty four and I didn't know what to get, 
but they were selling Bomberman 64 was like one of the three games that were out. And I got that and like tried to pretend that I was happy with that decision. Yeah. So much of this open world environment, like the like little walls that are blocking you from going over looks legit like an N64 game. Like I'm not exaggerating. It is wild. I I, I think we should probably run on to the next Okay, you're right. I I mean, there's not a lot we can say. I will also say, and I say this with love in my heart for Sonic the Hedgehog, we talked about Sonic Frontiers last week, y'all. It does not look that bad. It does Uh, not look Sonic (laughs) Frontiers bad. No, it doesn't look Sonic Frontiers. That's true. uh, Please understand. (laughs) <laughs> I've played I have I have played I've played a lot of this game and I have enjoyed a lot of my time with it. And and I I do think if you are a Pokemon fan, like I you're probably gonna play it anyway, right? Uh it this is this is a hundred percent a situation where it is inf- it's infuriating how uh, the, the, the shortcomings that this game has that could that like have no like there's no excuse for it anymore and it, it it's it's uh it just sucks i don't know and, and and i'm so i think i'm probably past the point this may be the game that pushes me over the edge to thinking like maybe the next maybe the next one is the one that is going to like be a, a a a genuinely great game that doesn't have all of these like pretty obvious shortcomings uh but but i i regret to inform you that it, this ain't it it's not there, uh, and for for all the like good times I've had with the game, I I don't think I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, except with Henry, I, I'm my own solo journey is done because it's just too it's too frustrating. Oh man, I can't believe I skipped the one Pokemon we're allowed to talk shit about. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, so it's me, I guess. Uh, we'll be right back after this with some different video games, whether you like it or not. This episode of The Best of These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech, you know? 
the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. It's hard to think of two games that are more different. (laughs) (laughs) They both start with a P. And honestly, this is perfect because you y'all spent we all spent so much time talking about Pokemon. We don't have a ton of time, but I do want to check in. We promised to follow up on Pentiment. We have, on average, spent more time with it. <laughs> yeah, I, say, play, plant, I played more I of it. Go, you've been going deep on this one, Plant. What do you think? I I love this game. People on Twitter and whatnot called it. It is like very clearly my thirteen Sentinels of this year. Yeah. And that it feels like a game that was just micro-targeted for me. Unlike 13 Sentinels, I don't I don't know if I recommend it to everybody because it's just a lot. And it feels I don't know. It feels a little impenetrable. Like, but maybe I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it is more welcoming than I think. But oh, no, no, I'm kidding, no, right? It's, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like some some context here. It, it, this it's a game set in uh, I guess effectively the Middle Ages, right? I guess sixteen, basically right around the time of uh, Martin Luther, you know, trying to separate from the church. Yeah, and you are um, well. You can choose all sorts of different personality traits, which we talked about last week. Like, are you Flemish? Uh, Did you study in Italy? Did you uh, do you have an interest in the occult or Christianity or uh, all all these different things? And then the game uh, is a open world. Is generous (laughs) way of putting it. 2D open world uh, of a town uh, where you just walk around and chat with people. And those choices that you made through the beginning of the game and throughout the game inform what you're allowed to say to them. And it's not a scenario where like, oh, you're talking to somebody and your Italian comes in handy and that that's inherently good. Um, it might be the opposite. You might have the opportunity to say something in Italian because you know it, and it might just yeah. really piss off yes. the townsperson that you're talking to because they're like, geez, what an asshole. Why are you talking to me in Italian? There's a hidden like arithmetic that is happening in the background of like these major conversations where you're trying to accomplish something. Uh, and it it adds and subtracts sort of like points based on how how wisely you have approached that conversation i uh, one of my like subjects i studied in school was uh like logic and reason and in one of the first sort of like big things like this i was con- trying to convince a, uh, a a nun to give me this banned book 
Uh, and I was like applying all these very logical arguments. And then it shows you the math at the end of the thing to show you if you succeed or fail. And I had a lot of marks, a lot of demerits for like, you were uh, uh, like, you were a real pedantic shithead. Yeah, you were a patronizing <laughs> pedantic piece of shit. And so it's like when you get those extra options that are like, mm, actually, uh, I would I would click those because in every other RPG, it's like, ooh, a little extra special secret door just for me. When really like, <laughs> I was doing myself a great disservice by being kind of an asshole. Uh, and that's great for me. I love that. It does make you feel like you're kind of swimming without a, or I guess walking without a net. Because there is like everything that you're, you know, normally when you play like a Walking Dead or something like that, it says someone will remember that. You're like, all right, it might change a cutscene a little bit or something like that. But here you don't know when it's ever going to pop up. Like, yeah. like one random dialogue choice, you're going to get that notification and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. What yeah. have I done? Y- you are not supposed to play it like min-maxing or play it to win. Right. Is like you should just play it choosing things that you think are interesting, or else yes. you will be punished. And a great way of, again of showing this is it, this is a deeply religious game. I, I don't think it's like pro or anti. Yeah, it's certainly not pro it, or anti, but it, it does. It's extremely Catholic. Um, and you would at first I was like, oh, you know, my my character is both a secondary study of the cults, first study of uh, theology. If I use my theology, I bet that'll really impress people. And it impressed no one. Like, not even people in the church. It's it's just incredibly grating to have a theology expert at yeah. a at um, amongst a bunch of monks. Also does a brilliant thing where sometimes when you are faced with, like, uh, multiple choice answers to s- some conversation, uh, you'll get a little thought bubble. And you can select that instead, and your, your character will, uh, like, think about the situation at hand and try and work through it with the help of his three sort of, uh, I don't know, mind palace residents, uh, Socrates, uh, Prester John, and uh, this jester nightmare demon, Grobian, Grobian, Grobian. And after you like really try to think about like the situation at hand, you can like, ask them for advice and see where they go. So Socrates is always comes at it with a very logical level head. Prester John is like uh, very, very much about being a good Christian. And Grobian's like, just burn it the fuck down. Uh, <laughs> incredibly skeptical. Yeah. So, and it makes, it makes those multiple choice decisions like way better. Cause you yeah. feel like you really understand the the stakes and you understand like maybe what the wisest course of action is instead of just guessing at it which is like kind of what you do in every other game with this kind of like conversation system so here's here's why i wondered if it was impenetrable this game goes very deep and just largely uses the language of the time and of the catholic church my father was in seminary before he met my mother and decided not to be in seminary anymore so i was raised very much uh, in the church, uh, my confirmation priest left um, left our hometown to go to Rome just to study theology because he found that uh, having to deal with, uh, I guess, plebeians was profoundly annoying when he could just be reading books. So I just felt like I was surrounded in a lot of language. And even then, I was using the tool that this game has quite mm. a bit, yeah. which is as you dialogue pops up on the screen, you'll get little words underlined and you hit... Uh, a button and it pulls the the 
camera out so that the image of the game, the world, is like an illustration inside of a book. And then there is effectively footnotes that tell you what those words mean. Or if there's a character, it'll show you a picture of that character. Yeah. Which I think I, is great. It's But I genius. also wonder, like, is it too, like, did you find yourself just constantly reading the footnotes? Constantly. Yes. Yeah. Constantly. You, you, you have to want to, like, spend some time with this with this game, I think, to get a lot out of it. But I, I think the evolutions that it introduces to, like, the idea of having a conversation in a video game is much more than enough to get its get its hooks in you. Yeah, I, I as somebody who was sort of, I, I was trying to unpack why I wasn't enjoying it more um, because I, it's all very well done. I, I will say that, and we've kind of, this should be obvious from what we've said, but I am somebody who grew up in a church and it spent a lot of time sort of unpacking the the baggage of that and 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 un sort of shackling myself from it. It's really hard for me to sort of casually engage with religion. Like I I can't sort of like uh, engage with it in a way that's a little bit more um eh, what's the word I'm looking for intellectualize it. it. It's hard you know it's hard for me to to intellectualize it in that way. Uh, stories that are like this sort of deeply ingrained. I know there's other people in that in that sort of scenario. So, um, you know, I, yeah, I, and it, and, it, I, and I would say even for I, I can relate to that profoundly yeah, for sure. What I I, I I kind of process, I guess, the opposite way, which is like it really helps me. It like has been, I mean, genuinely great. I, I I've been lost in this game because I. I find myself asking a lot of questions of myself as I'm playing it. Um, you know, again, growing up Catholic, there's a lot of of stuff here about Luther and whether or not you can yeah. talk about Luther and it, how you talk about Luther or how you talk about um, versions of uh, the King James Bible that come from other countries and represent yeah. Christ in different ways. And like all of those things, I, I, I maybe there are questions I've kind of already gone through, but... I'm seeing kind of like struggles that I've had. In it, it shows the church as this monolithic like thing, but also at nearing the end of its nearing the end of like the age of illumination. And you are a book maker in an, in a, uh, a monastery and like the printing press just came out. So it's like yeah. you are the, the, and also the Protestant reformation is actively happening. So it's, it's wrestling with, both of those things it is wrestling with the this uh titan of you know world power at the end of its kind of uh, uh unchallenged reign all of this shit sounds so boring i get it it works man it's so it's so uh, i think it's unbelievable yeah it's unbelievable this yeah, this man. game no, yeah, justin i know i know that i know that i'm not trying to convince you to do it oh, but no, no, no. i will say that this is this is the game that all of the sleep no more you know every de developer yeah. who's tried to do sleep no more this is the one 100 like, this is the, this is the, the closest to this that by far Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, guys, I don't know. We both played this game and I didn't have a good time and you guys did have a good time. I'm I mean, I, well, worry. I, I think I Can fall I in the middle. Can I finish your thought? <laughs> I was going to say, I think I fall in the middle, but you go ahead. I'm just starting to worry that some, the games aren't really good or bad. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> My, I'm starting to worry that maybe, maybe the premise of, the, maybe there aren't like bests. 
Okay. <laughs> no, no, don't, no, no, okay, don't, don't right, pull that up, Owen. You don't need to say it out loud. <laughs> just, Justin. What if it's not a best, like, so, what if it's not a best? Justin, <laughs> Justin, take a step back. We've been doing this for a deck we can do not break the podcast. Just say you're just playing. Say you're like, just playing. Right? Justin, Justin say just playing. Like Pokemon. <laughs> say just like, what's happening? Say, say JK right now, Juice, or we're going to, this is it for the show. JK 5000. <laughs> JK, JK. Okay. There's a number. Cool, cool, cool. There's a number for every game that is true and right. <laughs> um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this pro tip for people. And I, I think I mentioned this the last time we were talking about Pentiment. Speed run, butt man, 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you kind of find the idea interesting, but find it also like books level boring like Justin does just play Fallout New Vegas it has the narrative hooks that we're talking about in this but with also like a more traditional game specifically an open world game um it's written by the same guy uh Josh Sawyer and um I think it is a much more approachable version of this but I do agree that it, this game is doing something that I've never, ever, ever seen in a video game before. The level of like freedom and uh, the amount of writing and how it's sort of conveyed and the approach is just like so super unique. So and it's on Game Pass. So like if you want to just like dip a little tippy toe into it just to like see something really weird, um, yeah. it's definitely worthwhile. Emails. 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 Here, here we go. Uh, the first one that we have up, I'm just a traditional question, but one I don't think we've ever answered. This one's from Austin. What is your favorite Pokemon? Uh, We have to have answered this. I have to, right? Psyduck just jumped to my mind as like immediately. You don't have an answer. You don't have like a go-to? Psyduck. I mean, mine's so easy too. Bulbasaur, but guys. I'm not gonna change. What? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like just because it's basic. I'm not gonna. Cha- I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be me. Okay. Uh, I mean, Halucha is oh a um, is a, a flying fighting type Pokemon that looks like a luchador wrestler, and uh, he's he's fucking great. He's really good for me. He doesn't evolve. Doesn't need to. He's he's strong. He's a strong <laughs> wrestle. But he's a strong wrestle bird. I like him aesthetically. I like to use him in the game. Uh, I, I always get stoked when Halucha uh, shows up. Can I uh, change mine? I, I mean, yeah, because obviously. There's a Gen 3 Pokemon that I forgot about, and it's Oopsie Diarrhea. God, <laughs> That's Justin, not Gen 3. Ghastly. Ghastly is great. You all picked really basic shit. I do want to mention, I this is the first time I've ever played a Pokemon game where I didn't look up what the evolutions were when I was making my choices of what Pokemon to pick. Yeah. And that... I can't decide if it's a good or bad way to play because it can be truly devastating to see your adorable creature evolve into something that is just like a horrific man beast. Yeah. Mm. But it is more thrilling. It does yeah, add I mean, a sense of tension. General rule, if the Pokemon is bipedal uh, at the in its first evolution, don't. Because it's going to stay that way, only get bigger. And then it'll hmm. be bigger than you. And it'll be uh, upsetting if it's on all four. I'll say this: Fuecoco, that one stays pretty much a crocodile. So that's good. If, if, if that's something a concern of yours, Fuecoco, the way to go. What is just out of curiosity? What is the ultimate evolution of the water duck? Uh, the water duck. Uh, I don't know its name because I didn't pick. Yeah, it. but do you know what it looks like? 
I mean, it looks like a tall water duck person. I think it's uh, like a, a a a dancer. Hold on, I have to look up the name of it, or else oh people boy. will get quag. It's quag <laughs> quag. Good lord, quagmire, quagwavel, and yeah. it it looks like a, a. I mean, it looks it looks like a tall. I mean, it looks like Donald. It looks like anime Donald Duck. I don't know how else to put it. It looks like something that would have to pay taxes, dogs. like a human being. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. Like this Pokemon has a driver's license. No good. Uh, one last question. This one is from Lisi. Uh, this is actually just a question for me. Important question for Plant. Uh, thoughts on Goncharov? Uh, from do you know about Goncharov? No, of course not. It, what a, it, what a, what a it, wild it, Martin ass. Scorsese made this movie in 1973 that actually never came out, and it's. Long, long cinema history. It's absolutely bonkers that it didn't come out. It had Al Pacino and De Niro Keitel is in it. And now people are actually getting to see it. And it, it's cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it is like, probably like Scorsese's like third best movie is probably where I put it. And there's absolutely nothing else that's interesting about it. No, that's, I mean, it's, it's just about the winter coming to Naples, you know? Mm-hmm. No other backstory um, at all. Any, any, uh, anything else? Honorable mentions? Uh, Chris Plant gave me a good anime uh, recommendation. Yeah. And it's it's kind of a basic anime. I know like true anime fans have watched this like a year ago, but I just started it and it's great. It's called Spy. I think it's called Spy, Spy family. family. Yeah. But it's written Spy X Family. And I'm watching it on Hulu and it is a spy family show, but it's very light and silly um and um tonally it's just like perfect for what i'm looking for right now which is just like a light uh over the top uh gorgeously animated and uh very well voice acted um kind of episodic anime it rocks i love it uh i have been playing the uh warhammer 40 k uh dark tide beta dark tide is like the follow-up to vermintide but this one is set in the space version of warhammer cool and y'all i cannot wait to play this game with you yeah it is it looks so fun in the 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 music in this game is oh oh my god it's i'm incredible it is a huge oversight that we did not talk about the music in pokemon scarlet and violet it's done by toby fox undertale it's fucking great the gym battle music in this game is the best it's ever been the music is is great in pokemon sorry i completely forgot to talk about that it's really griffin you're watching andor yeah, I watched all of Andor. <laughs> oh, okay. I went from not watching any Andor <laughs> to the season finale came out this morning, and I I finished it while I was. I am now three episodes in. Is it better, Russ? Yeah, I mean, three? you just need to know right out the jump. It's made in three uh, three episode chunks. If you yes. watch only two episodes, you're gonna be like, "Why? What? That's yeah. not, not the end of an episode. Nothing happened." The first three episodes are good. The second three episodes are hot shit. The third three episodes are the best Star Wars shit I've ever, ever, ever seen. Yeah. And then the last three episodes are pretty good, too. Uh, that's, but that's what there's, I heard. There's an arc in Andor that I think people are going to be talking about for a, a, a long time. Uh, and it's, it's fucking fantastic. It's so good. I don't know how else to put it. It's uh, this, Hey, huge it's thank great. you to Bob Chapek and his... Some would argue <laughs> reckless amount of spending on the Disney Plus platform. <laughs> he got wild and he was shown the door, but we've got Andor forevermore. He so got, he you, got one. Hey, you know, one out of 50 ain't bad. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Most of the Mandalorian whips ass. That was before him. What? 
Yeah, I think Iger was in place yeah. when that yeah. happened. Yeah, but yeah. he kept making it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The book of Bubba Fett was great. Um, Justin, yeah, uh, I wanted to say th- Russ Freshick and I. It almost never gets talked about on this program, but we both know it to be true. Have he is one of the only people whose taste in TV is like one hundred percent. Russ and I will be watching weird shows that we'll text only each other about because the world has moved on. That's true. Uh, like Legion is a good example of this. Like when everyone was freaking out over Moon Knight and Russ and I are like, they're just doing Legion again, everyone. <laughs> everyone listen. This is Legion. They did it already. Uh, but Russ tweeted about um, finishing the fourth episode or the fourth season of Fargo, uh, the one that stars Chris Rock, Jason Schwartzman, uh, a host of other folks, uh, Timothy Oliphant in it. And I had never, uh, I, I have watched all Fargo and for some reason I hadn't kind of lost the plot on it. And I picked it back up and and started watching the the fourth season, and it is fantastic. I mean, it's just fantastic. It looks great. It's very intentionally written. Like uh, all the dialogue and stuff is like very specific and efficient. And the storylines, there's so many that create almost more of like a texture. And I Russ has said that there's you know more of a payoff towards the end of the season, but um, it's so great, so fun to watch. Uh, and I had sort of like fallen off of it it's been two years since there's been an any fargo i i mean they've said the fifth season is coming but who knows i never i i watched i love the first two seasons the third season did not do it for me the that was Ewan the ewan mcgregor, McGregor season. mary elizabeth yeah. winstead season yeah, i, I don't think favorite. i finished oh, that one but yeah what happened to the second. social media season that that's like the next season that's been in development forever i think what oh, really it's like supposed to be about social media uh yeah I, no it's still moving along. i think uh they said john ham is in it Good old Midwestern boy John Hamm, but yeah. it is still moving along. I mean, is it also consider, in Kansas City? No, I don't think so. The I know he's just from to pitch on this this season this season real quick though. If you didn't watch it, it's really a. I mean, from what I've seen so far, who knows? But um, it, it's set in 1950 in Kansas City, and it is very very much about race. But rather than the the way that race connected like white people and black people during that time. This is much more a story, which is territory that, like, I think that there's a lot of media that covers really well. This is more a story of how non-white people interact with each other, and like what, the, how their their like cultures and the 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 different priorities and stuff are intermeshing. And white people are really peripheral. Like it, it you know, it's there. It's much more centered on the non-white characters and their gangs, and how like the the crime in the town has sort of passed from. Uh, Jewish immigrants to Irish immigrants to Italian immigrants and now um, uh, Chris Rock's gang of African-American people are sort of like clashing with the Italians that currently run the town. It's really interesting. I just I think it's fascinating. It's so well like all Fargo. It's so well performed and written. And uh, and, and I would add like very interesting to think that like in the 1950s when this is set the definition of what a, quote, white person versus a non-white person was very different. So yeah, in right, this case, like right. Italians, not considered white people in the 1950s by a lot of people. And they're really, yeah, they, that they, they're, uh, there's a lot of that, which is like not something that, you know, as somebody who grew up in the time period I grew up in, being the person I am, not something that I, I was super aware of. So it was right. really interesting yeah, no, it, it is, on screen. I, I like the show, but I kind of bounced off after like the five-minute monologue about Mario versus Mario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get enough of that. I get enough of that on this show. Uh, I, I, are you not going to talk about Binding of Isaac Two Juice? Because I, I know that you've been there's a there's a second one. 
<laughs> we gotta wrap uh, this up. We gotta, we gotta end. end. We have no, to stop. nobody needs it. Anybody here talk about buying a bicycle? It's great. I, 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 I have thought I might start streaming it. Ooh, you should stream that it. That'd like be fun. If, if I streamed Binding of Isaac, how you would that be it. for everybody? I'll get that going. Oh, yeah. We got to thank the following people for writing reviews for the besties on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to Kia Soldier Boy, Little Pig Boy, Monkey Four, <laughs> and I love these usernames. Thank you, everyone, for your great usernames. It brings da- me so much thank joy. Dominic. And Dominic VC. Thank you for writing reviews for the besties on Apple Podcasts. Y'all rock. Y'all are awesome. Keep it up. We appreciate it. Here's what we talked about this week. We talked about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We talked about Pentiment. We talked about uh, Martin Scorsese's Golenshodov. We talked about Spy Family. We talked about Darktide, Andor, and Fargo Season 4. And next week, we're going to talk about Darktide for real, I think. Yes. Yeah. Is that still in beta, or is that is that it, out? Well, it's... Yeah, it's kind of beta. It's like a pre-order. These terms are basically meaningless at this point, I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. It comes out officially, I think, on the thir- November 30th. It will be out-out. And Marvel Midnight Suns. Yes, there's a Marvel Midnight Tactics Suns. game. I forgot, too. <laughs> I imagine there's a lot of people in the same boat, so we will talk about that next week as well. That's going to do it for us for this week, though, for the Besties. Be sure to join us again next week for the Besties, because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Steve.